live? We're live. This is happening. Okay. First official um, podcast. Bienvenidos. Benvenetu. Um, that was Esperanto, I think. All right. <laughs> so welcome, everyone. This is the first episode of the Lingaholics podcast. My name's Ian, and uh, I'm here with two buen amigos, compadres de otros madres. Bueno, we're here. We all we have a deep uh, emotional connection, emotional grind. Um, to languages, foreign languages, all aspects of them, and for a long time I've wanted to get together with some friends, amigos, and just talk about our life experiences with these foreign languages, and I know I've met lots of people, um, similar paths, similar passions that also kind of want to talk about these things, um, how, how we learn these languages, go about our days with them, go about on our travels, adventures, our setting our goals with them. So without further ado, this is the first episode of Lingaholics. It's just the three amigos um, Sitting here. down talking about languages. Sitting down talking <laughs> about languages. So my name's Ian. Um, yeah, I'll, you'll learn a lot about what languages I speak, but I'm going to turn it to first co-host here with me. Vamos al Marco. Hablanos, please. Sure, man. Sure, Hablanos. man. So, uh, name's Marcus, and uh, yeah, I enjoy speaking languages uh, 100%. So, so this is not what I do for a living, so I'm kind of different from you guys, right? You, you are guys, different. You guys work with languages it's in your how profession. how I get my yeah. income. That's how you guys make money, how I basically. pay rent here. Right? Yes. But, but me, I'm, I have another... Uh, I have other professional aspirations, right? So I'm definitely I'm I'm a master student. Uh, I'm trying I'm trying to become an engineer slash scientist. So I do that. Scientific. Otherwise, I'm trying to balance my my personal and my professional interests, and that's why why I'm here with you guys today. So so I hope that I hope that this podcast is going to be a success. I hope that we're going to have a lot of fun with it, and I hope that the listeners are going to enjoy it as well. So 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 with that being said, I'm going to throw it over to Cody. All right. Hello everyone. <laughs> My name's Cody. I'm 27 years old. I'm a lingaholic. <laughs> <laughs> this is therapy. Yeah. No. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Oh no! Trying, of course, it's a we're, great. We're, we're, trying, we're trying to simulate it here. We're so, not trying to. Um, I currently I speak uh, five languages fluently. That would be English, French, German, Spanish, and Mandarin Chinese. And uh, the three of us, we all share in common uh, the learning experience of French, German, and Spanish. And that's really what brings us all together. And um, yeah, so for me personally, uh, I mean, I love learning languages. It's my, I'd say it's my passion in life. And in addition to it um, being what I try to associate my profession with, um, it's also, it's just, I just think it's tons of fun. So much. It is fun. Like, it's one of the so coolest things fun. you can do in life. It's just, it's a blast. So, the thing that I've been thinking about recently, why, why I think this activity is so fun, is that it's literally the best way to, like, socialize, like, meet new people yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah. like, if you're trying to make friends, if you're trying to find new people to hang out with, yeah. like, okay, you can go play soccer or whatever, but it's not, like, you're playing soccer, you're not talking. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Like the whole point of going and and talking, speaking languages with people is to talk. Yeah. And yeah. literally, if you have nothing else to talk about, you just start spewing out bullshit. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's that's kind of how start it talking. And you, I, that's what I find. You're just riffing. Like, I think it made the first time me and you met at yeah. the meetup. And yeah. And it's like, hey, man. And then it's like. Because you have an incentive to talk to someone. That's kind of yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You, get, you basically get two. Uh, you kill two, two birds with one stone, right? Like, you you practice your language yeah, skills, exactly. and you get to know more about uh, whoever you're talking to, right? Exactly, right. You're establishing whoever you're meeting. Yeah, but there's there's definitely two different types of language learners. There's the let's establish what are these two types. So first of all, first of all, we have to super nerds and the super super. Nerds. So, so we have to let the listeners know that we've been going to these meetups for, for yeah. various types of languages. First yes. of all, Cody, do you just want to explain real quick how the how the meetups work and like yeah. in terms of like the different languages or like the I mean, well, re- like whatever, in, in normal times or during Corona? Time? In general, not Corona <laughs> times. Yeah, we can give Asmund okay. some love. Yeah, because obviously um, it's different due to coronavirus happening. All the meetups have been online, but normally. Uh, we go to this cafe in. So all of us, we all live in the first city. First of all, meetup. Uh, What's meetup? First of all, it's meetup. Oh, yeah. meetup yeah. is an app where you can go and you can go and yeah. do things with people that have common interests. I think it's like everywhere, isn't it? Like yeah, meetups are the world, man. Europe, yeah, it's yeah global. So first of all, I just want to say um, for those of us who don't know us, which is probably or hopefully most listeners. Uh. We live in the city Hopefully. of. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm selling this to some friends. They know me. Okay, okay, they know me a lot. Well, we live in the city of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, because maybe not everybody knows where Calgary Calgary's is. Got it. Uh, it's about a 1.4 million people live here, I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I I love it. With it's it's it holds a dear place in my heart. Um, Pero en este momento no estamos en Calgary. Oh yeah, okay. We're we're in we're in a small town just outside of the city because that's where that's where, that's where I reside. Yeah, but Marcus and I both live in the city. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyways, so yeah, Calgary's the base. Yes. So where are we at? It's the base. We're in Strathmore. We're in Strathmore. Yeah, we're in, okay. Baby. Yeah, we're in Strathmore. Trans Canada. I swear. You take the Trans Canada, you'll pass through here. Most people live in Calgary, probably. La mayoría. Cause that's that's wow, what yeah, really Calgary yes. people don't know where it is. That's dude, I've noticed this. Okay, like so Edmonton and where I'm from, I had never heard of the place. If you're from a city, there's a ninety percent chance you don't know any towns. But if you are really? from a rural area, you yeah. will know all the other surrounding towns. Yes, that's a phenomenon I've noticed almost like ninety five percent of the time. I concur. Yeah, because yeah. where I grew up in Lloydminster. This is not around here, but you knew all the surrounding areas. Saskatoon and Edmonton are like the two big. Yeah, 100%. Posts. But that's what you have in common, right? When you meet someone from like a little town, it's like, hey, I'm uh, from a little yeah, town. Yeah, 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 look at us. I've had that moment so many times with people. It's great. I'm a farm boy too. <laughs> so, Cody, back to the meetup. Yeah, we, we yeah so meetups in Calgary. <laughs> yeah, so uh, when you go to the meetups, the way it works is. Um, at least now they've added a different language, but so now the way it works is like it starts um, from ideas, 10 a.m. Yeah, to really. 6 p.m. every Saturday, and there are four languages that have meetups at these at, at this cafe in the city. So 10 to 12, um, they have German. 12 to 2 is French. 2 to 4 is Spanish. 
And then four to six is Mandarin Chinese. And for me, <laughs> for me, so, I can't believe how perfect that works here because it's all the languages so I speak. Day. I was like, what a Yeah, that's, that's, that's a solid. Yeah. That's amazing. I so, mean, like, after that, we usually go out, have a couple beers, yeah. right? So yeah. It just but keeps look, going. We got Cody, Cody can crunch a full work day. <laughs> yeah, I'm there for eight hours. That yeah. waves coffee. <laughs> So we got to we got to give a shout out to our boy Azrin though. Azrin. This is the guy that runs. And he's definitely going to be on the podcast. Not he's a big be deal. He's <laughs> signed up whether he knows it or not. But if uh, so, the three of us we, we might think we do a lot of languages, but this this guy Azrin, like he Azrin. this is literally what he does every day from sun oh, yeah. up to sundown. He's, he's he's going hard at all this stuff. He's got his own business and everything. So well, he's one of the guys I've in this community uh, people that are. So his group, like, act, he's not just like a language learner. He's one of those like puts it into action type well, yeah. of guys. Well, I mean, look too. at his slogan. He calls himself the Azrin. Oh language. yeah, that's his like how he markets himself, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is he is what it is. And yeah, yeah and like I'm extremely grateful because that's how I. Well, I'm, that's how I met Marcus. But then that's how, sort of, that's how yeah. you reunited with, and that's how I yeah, met Polo, which yeah, which has its yeah. own backstory. Yeah, so, so we gotta we gotta give that backstory. Sure, we can so, talk so about that. Ian too. and I actually we we know each other from university. So um, when we what was this like six seven years ago probably. Oui, monsieur. Yeah, 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 six seven years ago we both went to the University of Alberta in Edmonton. And oh, excuse me, we're drinking a cup of water. Oh, you're having beer, uh, Cody. What are you drinking, bud? Good mood brewery. Shut up. <laughs> Lots of shots. So, uh, yeah, we went to university together, and we were both taking Spanish there. And there was this Spanish conversation club that took place every week. Dewey's. And yeah, Dewey's. Yeah, Dewey's. And we would, uh, that, that's where we met, and we would often hang out with each other there, and uh, at whatever events they were holding, and like we would hang out outside yeah, of man. that sometimes. And we kind of like lost touch with each other uh, after we graduated university. And then, uh, I won't get into my China story, but basically, <laughs> one of the times I came back from China, I... Uh, Pre-COVID. I, this is the, re- the most recent time. So this is in February? Last year. Eh? Yeah. No, this is this year. Oh, you're most Because I came recent. back February 3rd from China. Yeah, yeah. I spent two weeks in self-quarantine because I, I, fled, I fled COVID-19 when it first started. And uh, when I came back to Calgary, I went to the meetups. And I, went to the, I was going to the German meetup in the morning. And I saw Ian there. I was like... But what the heck is that, Ian? No, but I knew you were coming. Okay, back. this is this, this is where Marcus. Marcus is right. Marcus is Puente. So wait, this is, this is actually really funny because so because my perspective, my pers- from my yes. perspective. So basically, we used to go to the meetups when you came back to Calgary or when you were living in Calgary. Yeah. But then you went back to China, and then we start after you went back to China. This was last year. Yeah. yeah. We stopped going to the meetups. Like no one went to oh, the meetups. Oh, you meet didn't up. go for a while. I, I didn't go for a while. Oh. I didn't go for a while. So I'm a <clears throat> yes, yeah, you're, yes, but <laughs> it, it's it's funny, right? So we're yeah, all about stories on this yeah. podcast. That's literally the point of it. So it is. Yeah. So at, so one Friday night, <clears throat> I'm just at home or whatever, and I'm kind of bored or whatever, and I'm kind of sad because Cody left me for China. Oh, so I was like, so I'm young because we had the we had the agare chat okay. on, on WhatsApp. So okay. I was I was. 
I was telling all my friends or other friends like, hey, like I'm going to the meetup tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no cola. Sin cola. I'm going. I'm going to the meetup tomorrow. Uh, cause, cause I'm gonna go find new Cody. I'm gonna find some some person that's that'll fill that optimistic, gap. Optimistic. I'm gonna find some person that fills that gap. Uh, so I go there, and literally the first person I sit sit down next to is Ian. Right? <laughs> that, yeah. that was French, though. So you were that that particular week. You were still at uh, the beginners' table in French. Yeah, so I was at the beginners' table. I think table, you were whatever. being modest. So I me. sat down. I sat down at the intermediate to to advanced table, and I was for right Spanish. next to Ian. No, no, for 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 French no, first. No, 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 because no, I come. That this is literally when I first came in. When oh, first, sorry, yes. sorry, yeah, wow, good memory. Because when memory. I first came in, I sat down next to you, and I was yeah. like, oh, ça va, ça va, Ian just said something back, and I was like, comment? I didn't understand anything, because my friend was so bad at that point. And then after that, I kind of just migrated to the beginner's table and just hung out with Azrin for a little bit. Oh, yeah. With his clipboard or, or a whiteboard? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever he uses. Something like that. And then after that, you came over to the Spanish table. I was yeah, like, yeah, man. Hablas español también, parce. Ay, hey, parce, parce, no me mientas. No me jodas con marido, Yeah. And then we just started shooting the shit, and that was kind of fun. Did. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember just talking two hours straight. And yeah, and that was fun. I think I even got your number. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But the funny thing was like, yo, I just met some guy who's kind of looks like Cody a little bit. He doesn't really have the beard. (laughs) Gives the Alberta vibe. He's from Alberta and he loves language. It's literally Cody. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because I remember you you messaged me when I was in China. I was like, yeah, I got some dude to replace you. Yeah. I was like, oh, I I just felt my heart sink. That's the funny thing. So the story comes back. So I remember like flying into, I was back in Europe for a little bit. Right. And I was flying into Canada and I land in Vancouver. I turn on my phone and I get like a bunch of text messages from Ian. It's like, dude, I know Cody. (laughs) I know this man. Okay. You remember that? I do remember, but here's the even more like being in the dark part. So like we all went to Ali's apartment, hanging out that one time. Like I was, we first all got together, but this is sin Cody, like pre Cody coming back. And you guys are talking about, oh, you're, you're like Cody too. Cody number two. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. That was, Whoever this Cody guy is, I'm his <laughs> doppelganger. Because that was like a thing like before, like when I first met you and I was like yeah. writing in the chat like, hey guys, I found the new Cody. Yeah, you're the new Cody. You're Cody, the new Cody. 2.0. To this day, your, your name in my phone is Cody 2.0. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, so, okay, so there's... Whatever, this Cody guy, they know. These new group of friends that I meet. And then, I think it was around Christmas then or something. I'm just scrolling through Facebook. And that's when I saw you guys hiking. Oh, yeah, that Remember? picture. So Classic that was my, picture. like, connect the dots momento. I'm like, oh. no mamas. <laughs> and then, yeah, man, I was like, you know Cody? Yeah. And then it was like this trifecta. This all came about. Yeah. yeah, so that was good. <laughs> so, like, okay, so let's try to tie this back into what we were talking about initially. Yeah. So, like, the different types of language learners. Yeah, what, you, oh what, God, what, 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 you, what is that to you? But, no, that, that's our origin story. Oh, of course, yeah. But that's a good the discussion, ins- That's the inception. Yeah, because you have, like, the stereotypical language learner, right? Like, this guy yeah. who just sits in his basement, just goes through grammar every day. That's hard. Yeah, yes and no. We can get into, like, 
people casually dabbling into it. And how I have a feeling how polyglots might intimidate people. But let's talk about those two learners that you. So yeah, I agree. So, there's so definitely the guy. there's the guy you in the like, bunker is basically you have like the language nerd, right? And then you have like the chill people who are trying to grab a beer. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. But like, but even those chill people having a beer can be like super oh, oh, nerdy. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, they have this. But that's not my point, though. That's not my point. Like a lot. Okay. What's your point? Like I either think... have like you know the YouTube video, the guy back in like um, uh, the Netherlands who like speaks a bunch of languages, like the guy. Oh they... yeah, those two guys they run yes, into. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. the guy, like the one guy to the left, he's like very chill, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like yeah. very relaxed, very social. Yeah, that's right. Very yeah. personable, yada yada yada. Yeah. And then you have like the guy who's like like the the YouTube video we're just watching. Like oh yeah, the guy Richard just... Simcott. Yeah. Shout out Richard Simcott. Yeah, shout out Richard Simcott. Yeah, maybe he'll come on the podcast one yeah, day. We're so we don't get, yeah, we're get, yeah. <laughs> but one you have day. like that type of guy as well, who's maybe not like the most. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. That dude, that's an old first... video, man. He's he's good. He's, yeah, for sure. He's super good. For sure. I think what you're doing is like you're referring specifically to polyglots, like, right? Not just to people who are learning languages. You're talking about poly, like personalities? I'm talking about people that... Yeah, polyglots? exactly. Okay, like polyglots. because if you're talking about anyone who's learning languages, there's many more types than, than just like the two... There's the many two more types. types. But fundamentally, it's like politically. You're either on the left or you're either on the right. I'm Obviously, like, okay, it's a spectrum. Yeah, like you yeah. can be in the middle. Okay. But you have like the stereotypical right wing guy and left wing guy. Mm. Well, that kind of translates into languages as well. I feel like you either have like the super nerd, like so, so. extrovert introvert. Like, yes, that, that that expresses well, itself. Well, I don't know here. if it's that though. I don't know. If I would say it's more yeah. to do with that. I mean, okay, I'm just gonna speak about my own experience. Like, like when I'm learning, like even if I go back to how I got Spanish up and running. French going, my Ukrainian especially, like, I had to hermit down and, like, really study Ukrainian for two, three years on end. This is mostly just me. I had some tutors, like, on Itaki, but it was me going, like, to the University of Alberta Library, like, seeking out these old 1950s, 60s resources, because that was what was found initially. There's a lot of other good stuff, but, yeah, I was, like, the super nerdy... At least initially, like that isolation period or like yeah. the silent period, whatever you want to call it, like that by your own time, being by yourself. But then it's like a social switch happens once you're, I don't know, once you're going at like a, like we all, you know, the European framework network here, like once you're at like an A2, yeah. B1, yeah. then I feel like you can throw out all that nerdy side of you. Yes, and it's, it's like, somewhere between A2 B1 where really that's when the, that's when you're the, the social the social For sure. Takes. But I mean like I yeah. can just speak from my own experience. So like when I was studying German in high school I hated it. Like studying right. grammar I hated it. I thought it was the mm-hmm. stupidest yeah, well, thing I, ever. I, that's me in French when I was in school. But, yeah. but okay. when I, exactly. But like when yeah. I actually went to Germany, had a bear and just sat down, and the mm-hmm. person I was talking to couldn't yeah. speak English. I was right. like, hey, "You're speaking real Deutsch." And that was kind of like the way. Like to this day, that's the way I like learning languages. I don't like studying grammar. I don't. I just. Okay. I do it. I you do would, it. You know what? I would say yeah. even between the three of us, we even differ on the spectrum. I would say because like I would consider myself 
like I think we would all be more on the extroverted side because we're all we always go to these meetups. We're always talking yeah, but... to people and like making friends and stuff like that. But I still there's a part of me that still likes studying grammar. Like I know with but... with uh, Korean, like what what I'm starting with right so now. So I, like, I think I like cause... studying the grammar and like understanding the rules before. I think I... that's I think that's because you did it in school, though. Yeah, I th- that probably has something to do with Because you're a language rules. major, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, like, what I do when I like doing languages, it's like, okay, I sit down, I crack a beer, and I watch YouTube videos, I read a book. Okay. Or I, 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 uh, I watch, like, the news, or I read the news online. Mm-hmm. And, like, every time, like, every time I find something that's confusing grammatically, I just look it up. But okay. the, the thing is, though, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, how, okay, I'm curious, because even for me, like, the meetup, that's an advanced stage. You know, yeah, honest. that's what I was. I want to ask you about your French experience then, because like that's just, the way to do it. You just started watching like YouTube videos in French. Uh, well, so and, first of all, shout out Pemsler. Pemsler. <laughs> so um, yeah, you do the Pemslers first, and then you're like you're on YouTube a lot. YouTube's the best, first of all, for like oh, yeah, for so sure. Much. Podcast, Inner French on Spotify. Like, there's so many resources. Shout out to Inner French. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> Ugo, 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 Ugo. We're gonna have him on the podcast. Yeah, Ugo's going on. Um, so you know, just doing that. But the thing that the thing about the meetups is that the meetups should be a way for you to apply what you've learned. Yes. At home. Exactly. Right. Hundred percent. But I'm already, I'm saying it's like that home period can be quite a while. Yeah, that's right. And like that's one thing that I struggle because I know like when I watch a lot of polyglot videos and stuff like that, they always say like, oh, like okay, like you just need to like immerse yourself in like native speakers talking. But when you're just starting, like I find that really frustrating. And if anything, that just makes me well, want to give up. So that's a good point. That's a really good point you brought up. Because it's like if someone speaks to you, like people say, oh, you got to immerse yourself. Uh, you got to immerse yourself. Yeah. If you're talking to someone. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Well, that's where I came from. If you're talking to someone that's fluent, then that person, like, that person is not going to dumb it down for you. It's just going to blah, 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 yeah. blah. And it's just going to go straight over your head. A person right? not, if they're not in tune or like, uh, sensitized that you're learning the language. Yes, 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 stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. But for example, how do kids? How do babies learn languages? They talk to their mothers, right? And the mothers, they really dumb it down. Like, oh, Cody, Cody, you look <laughs> really fun today. You know what I would find would, would be really interesting if, if you have a baby, you did not talk to your baby like that. Like if you talk to your baby like you would an adult. I, do you think that would have any? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like that. Like, but like, who talks to kids like that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, obviously. Like, what did you see in the weather today? <laughs> <laughs> that what I'm saying. But you, you understand what I'm saying? So, like, being a kid, first of all, I'm just gonna debunk a myth here that it's hard to learn a language as a grown up. Yeah. So here's the thing: kids are cheaters. They literally have like the best situation ever. Yeah. Because right? they they have a personal language coach. Yeah, literally, like is always on their level. They have nothing else to do. They have nothing else to do, and they, like, think about their so, like, their mother. That's what I'm talking about here. Like, the mother is always dumbing it down yeah. and yeah. adapting her language to the level of the kid. Exactly. Yeah, but you don't use complex words with a kid. Like, that's no, like, but that's hey. my point. You do as they get older. Like, that's they get my, older as, as their like, language just... abilities improve, right? But that's my point, though. Like, if you yeah. have a personal coach that's always on your level. I mean, you would learn Korean in a week. Yeah. Right. That's an exaggeration, yeah. by the way, but you get my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get my point. Yeah, no, there, no, there's a progress of, that you're making the whole time. And, oh, yeah, I was by, like, I'm a, 
Spanish and French high school teacher. So that's my job. And not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like, so like, yeah. So I'm teaching. They're not like, hi kids. It's not like kindergarten play story time or whatever. But like, you like, dumb it down. I don't know if that's the best word. You're just like, it goes back some listeners. Uh, like it's called comprehensible input. How you're you're always trying to say enough that they can understand as much as possible with throwing in some new stuff. Input plus one, right? Input plus one, yeah. x plus one, whatever formula. Languages aren't math, but yeah, that's that's the idea, yeah. basically. And as kids, though, I I feel it's just very natural. Like they're absorbing even more than we think. To because they're pick sponges. Like, like, they, they, like they, sponges. They, they don't have really their own formulated thoughts and their sense of self right like it's they're they're so they're obviously so much different from adults but like their way of viewing things like they're just they just want to absorb everything yeah. whereas when you become well, an adult like, that. I'm like, like that. you start to try to like project your ideas on the world instead of just trying to absorb things all the time that's a good point but I mean, like I, I, I'm still like that. I feel like, like I'm always trying. To well, play. yeah, and you can. That's the that's the beautiful thing about the human brain is that you can you can you can change how the way you view the world, right? So like my my whole theory is that I'm a better language learner now than I when I was six months. Old. Oh, hundred percent. I'm so constantly six months ago. No, no, no. When I was or six months old. Six months. Oh, oh, when you were six months old. Oh, obviously, yeah. That's not obvious bit. though. Like to, well, okay, to, right. to me, that's obvious. What but makes, maybe not to most people. What makes you better now? Like, my for me, it's better. purely yeah. attitude. My attitude during high school to like we can talk about like our because I remember my exact inception moment when I got like super into languages or like knew I wanted to do this. But as much as like strategies and like what we're talking about, like saying things people can understand, for me, it was purely atti- attitude. Yes, how I treated. The value of foreign languages. Oh, 100%. That shifts to 100%. But what okay. I'm saying is that my hypothesis okay. is that my brain right now yeah. is better uh-huh. at learning a language than it then was you're a kid. Yeah. when I was a kid. I right. say yeah, the yeah, same yeah. about myself. Yeah, and I think there's a study. Like- so, like, if I, right now, and I've done this, I did this with Spanish, right? If mm-hmm. I go all out on learning a language and I'm just at home and I'm talking we got to talk about what all out means, too. So like when I when I do hundred percent of my time when I'm awake, <laughs> when I'm awake, if I dedicate hundred percent of my time to only doing one language, that's all out. What do you mean by hundred percent of your time? So I wake up, I watch, I straight away, I just go do Spanish for the whole day. For the whole day. Oh my god! But what does that involve? Are you watching? Are you listening so to music? So, watching movies? So when I was in Colombia, by the way. When I was in Medellin, <laughs> like I woke up, I went down, I had brekkie. I had brekkie with my host family and I talked to them in Spanish, whatever. And then after that, I went, I had a couple classes, just talked some more in Spanish. Then after that, I just went and, uh, uh, I don't know, just went around town. Just I, So like a big deal for me, a big part of the learning experience was just going into like stores and stuff and, and uh, talking to people. Yeah. Just com- trying to communicate. That was kind of like my... I don't know, that was kind of my meetup, right? That's when I applied the yeah, stuff exactly. there. I just walked around and talked to people, right? Like, if I got a cab, I would just talk to the, the taxi driver or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, like, I think uh, that is... A that's really, full immersion, by That's all Yes, out. and full yeah, well, immersion. you're right in it. Yeah, like, Columbus. <laughs> so, look, look, just for the listeners to know, it took me 
five months, and I was basically fluent in five months. If you're from zero, fully, and I'm, yeah, no, I'm talking from zero, yeah. Fully. But if you're if you're if you're let's say six months old, and you go until <laughs> you're one, you do six months. Yeah, you, as you, a, you can speak right. like a yeah. one year old, right? You're not going to improve that much for sure. For sure. Yeah. No. So that's what I'm saying. If I had all that time and a personal coach, if yeah, I would learn a language like that, like if five you, months easy. If you can tap into the all the advantages of being an adult learning a language, it's so much more effective than when. You're so that's kid. my point. Yeah. That's the point okay. I'm trying to make. And also, I, this brings me to another topic that I'd like to talk about is when um, I think this whole I really really dislike. I'm, I'm going to pick on them just because they're the most um, ardent proponent of it. But Duolingo, when they say, oh, you can spend 10 I, minutes uh, a day and learn a language. Like that, oh, no, I, I really, really disagree with that. BS. That's BS. I agree with you. Yeah. That's BS. Like, but that is I, impossible. Uh, okay, I don't, like, whatever. I don't, I don't care what any product tries to sell me. Yeah, like, but once still, you, once you've been, once you've been, yeah, yeah, like once you've been doing this long enough, we can talk about how to do this. Like, uh, a good language learner is pretty good at taking any resource and using it to their educational purposes as yes. they see fit. Like, I'm getting a lot of Korean on Duolingo a bit right now. Just hearing some of the sounds, recognizing some of the letters, <laughs> I, I could care less like what they have to tell me about when I'm going to be fluent yeah. or whatever. I'm just, I'm using it. I know, so but I'm using all these tools in different ways. What I'm trying to say though is that, like, um, maybe yeah, I shouldn't be picking on Duolingo, but like, you can't just think that if you put ten minutes a day in, you're gonna eventually get fluent. It does not work like that. No sirve, no sirve, no sirve. 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 No para mm. mantenerlo, para, oh, no. para subir al cima, <laughs> no va a funcionar, parce, tú sabes. Yeah. Well, I, I think we should, we should we also get in conversation with, like, learning languages at different rates. Some people, yeah, they want to learn as quick as possible. But once you, I find once you get into this, you can be comfortable being like, okay, the way I'm going, I'm probably going to get to this level in, like, a year and a half, two years. Yeah, and there, there's no this. Whereas, like, oh, I have a trip in... If I have a trip in four months, then I'm going to escalate my efforts. And like yeah, that. and that's obvious for me. Like, I, I picked up Spanish in, like, five months. Yeah. But now I'm doing... I'm trying to do French while, like, doing my freaking master's, and it's not... Yeah, ob yeah obviously, if it's you have not the same. going on in your life. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, it's oh, not no, the same. Oh, no, for sure. For sure, it's not the same. Like, if I can get an hour and I'm happy. Meanwhile, like, when I was right, in Colombia, right. I was doing 24 oh, hours. Like, so I was dreaming in Spanish, right? So hard. Yeah. yeah. But, but here's the thing. That's the way... You don't have to do it that way, but if you want to get good... That's the best yeah. way to do it. That's it's the just only the way to do it. It's just full-on assault. I am a really big fan. What is, what is the full-on assault? Like, when you that? use as much possible time as you possibly can yeah, to absorb com comprehensible input. Look... Let's take English as an example. I know a lot of people that are trying to learn English or are not native English speakers that are still good at English, even though let's say they learned English at home. They live mm -hmm. in Germany or whatever. Their yeah. English level is good, but in order for it to get great, they're not going to be able to live in Germany. That's just mm. factual. That's not... It doesn't work no, it's the, is that for the people that are around... 
the media they can consume? Like, what would be the main reason they can't like? Because they're the because their brain is in German mode. <sighs> yeah, I, it de- like it, it depends what you're doing. Like, you're never gonna meet someone ever that's like awesome at English that doesn't live in an English speaking country. I have met people like that. Who? Well, you wouldn't know. <laughs> well, no, like, but when I've been abroad, like I've met people like not obviously not very many, and usually it's it's more the exception than the rule. Because like whenever I've been abroad and met someone who learned it, who's like speaks English as a second language, and they sound like a native speaker, I would say ninety percent of the time, like they went abroad. But it's possible to do it without going abroad, but not to get like really good. Like you, can, I would say it's we'll possible. But you have we to say really good, like. I'm talking like B2. We're talking like, like C2. We're Dude, talking, C2's... Yeah. Like okay, what do you know? C, I want to ask you guys, about... What do you guys think of C2? Okay, like... I don't even C2. know. C2. I, I really don't know C2. I don't know... C2 is like you're doing it for your job in like any professional sense. Like, I still think I'm a B2 in Spanish. Yeah. Like, mm. covering on C1 if I really applied myself. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that... I. You have but to B2 go there. B2 is awesome, though. B2 is yeah, amazing. B2, no, no, no. Yeah, when you're at B2, for sure. you can talk about it. most things. Yeah. For sure, 100%. But if you want to be like 100% bilingual, like 100%, or trilingual, or whatever you want to call it. Like, if you want to master a language, like master, you got to go there, you got to listen to the juerga. You got to listen to the... The, the juerga. The juerga. La jerga. La jerga. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, how would you say that in English? Like, the, the, the slang, the jargon, exactly. You got to listen to the jargon... You gotta listen to the accents. You gotta listen to all that stuff. Yeah. But you can only get that if you're like in there. And yeah, and that's 24/7 true. And if that's the case, then I would think that it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a maybe a bit of an edgy opinion out here, but I would think if you're a polyglot, it's almost impossible to be C2 in any language that that you're learning. Because even if you get to that level, with why not with with some guys, though, it's like, so hard to maintain that. Well, Maintenance, that's that's an issue too. We yeah, maintenance. maintenance. This is something that I've really been we can about... struggling with, actually. Okay. Alright, what like what's your struggle? It's like I've been getting back into Ukrainian like within the last what maybe quarantine. Gracias a Corona. <laughs> Gracias a Corona. <laughs> um I found Getting back into it's been a lot of fun though too because it's because I I had it to, I probably had it to like a B one B two ish level three years ago and then it's been like just sitting there for two years and then coming back to it but but within those two years of like living a B I didn't care because it wasn't like a focus or a need yeah so like talk about that that struggle is that the struggle because you feel like you should be using all your languages at once. Or yes, are you okay? Because then, yeah, I think that is. That's I a would problem. say this is more of a personal problem that I have, just the way that I am. Is that like so? I so I would say yeah. Like I said earlier, I speak five languages that I would. Consider. My my French is like maybe the like borderline, but. Ah, votre français est très bon. Votre français est très bon. Très impressionné par votre habileté à parler français. So. This is something I struggle with almost every day, so I want to see what you guys think about this. So, um, the method I'm using to maintain right now is I have, uh, so Ian and I just started learning Korean. 
<laughs> oh, we, we still got talk about that. We still got talk about that. It's gonna be yeah. We're talking about. But we'll talk about this method. But so. The first half of my day is dedicated to learning Korean right now because I'm at home right now. I don't have a job and Corona, I can't do anything. So, so, first half of my day is dedicated to learning Korean because I want to get good at it fast. And but at the same time, I'm afraid if I if if I only focus on Korean all the time, I'm going to lose. My other languages, mm-hmm. and this is something I experienced when I went to China the first time. Okay. For a period of probably about two years, I didn't speak like bare. I barely spoke any German or Spanish. Uh, and yeah. when I came back to Canada, I when I went back to the meetups to practice for the first time in a while, I could feel the gears just like clicking. That in my head. rust, like, right? Oh, yeah, but it's really easy to pick back up. It is. It took me about it's a just month. Just like science. But I don't want to have to. Thing. I don't want to have to go through that phase again. That knocking off the rust. And, and, and so I go through a bit of a, a crisis that's kind of, that's almost kind of, every day, where I'm like, "Oh my god, like, is this the proper method to maintain?" Like, so. Oh, sorry, I didn't finish what I do after that. So. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> What's your, what do you do? <laughs> so I have my first time yeah, Korean, and then the rest of the day is just focusing on one language because I personally believe it's better to have immersion for a long period of time instead of just doing like like twenty minutes a day or thirty minutes a day or whatever. I think like the full on assault of having as much in your brain as you possibly can it really helps you be able to to think in that language better. So. Um, Every day, I question myself because I'm like, so okay, so I'm focusing on these two languages every day, but naturally, I'm very impatient. Mm. And then I think like, oh, okay, like I've got these three other languages that are just sitting there, like, just am I, like, like, or just like is that affecting like, like unfed I'm children? Just like, am I gonna progress at all, eyes. or is it just like flatlining, like a dead person? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. What, what do you guys think about? It? I just think it's natural. Like it's impossible to like be yeah. perfect in every single yeah, language. Yeah, you at gotta, all and that's something I really you have to throw. But you got perfectionism. So exactly, throw that out. Oh my god, I can't wait to talk about this. But anyway, so just going back to that um, about the whole. I think so. Like my opinion or like my perspective is that like you should have these languages on like standby. I don't like that though. Like, no, 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 no. I know you don't like that but because you're a perfectionist. But it's pragmatic to do it's that. It's pragmatic, but you're you're, pragmatic. you're a perfectionist, and that's a problem. Everyone's that's a problem. perfectionist. I know, and it's, we're gonna, and it is it's a problem. We're gonna cure Koto's perfectionist. Yeah, it's costing me. It, I need help for sure. Please. For sure. No, but, no, but I want to <laughs> talk about something because I'm so happy you brought this up. Because because uh, like everyone else, I've suffered from a fair bit of perfectionism before. And it's you're it's, an engineer. So. Yes, it's problematic <laughs> because it can literally destroy your life, yeah. which which can be a problem, right? So, <laughs> so so the thing about language learning, um, which it has taught me, is that it's kind of taken that away from me. It's kind of like taught me that you don't have to be a perfectionist to go to the meetup, for example. Like like so like if you're afraid, so like, <laughs> I went to German with like. So what I'm saying is like sticks and stones. So what I'm saying is that like. As a language learner, or as a person in general, like the thing that's holding people back, the thing that's like impeding their language mm-hmm. learning, is that they're afraid of making mistakes and they're yeah, afraid of people yeah. laughing. That at is them. a different topic. No, it's the same. 
It ties back into that perfectionism. A, a little bit, but like... People want to be perfect. People are like, okay, 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 I don't want yeah, 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 to go yeah. to the meetups to speak French perfectly. Like, you know, yeah, you know, okay, yeah. That... Me, whatever. But here's the thing. I go to the meetups. I kind of suck at French. I make mistakes all the time. People it's laugh at me all the man. time. It's wonderful. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. You see what I'm saying? But like before, before when I was younger, I was more... I more had that attitude. Oh, like, I'm, I'm insecure. I don't want to... I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want people laughing at me, whatever. Now it's like, whatever. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, oh, whatever. Just sure. I kind of suck at this. Like, whatever. You know what I mean, though? And, like, that perfectionism yeah. is a language learner's worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah. And this, for me personally, this is something that I have gotten over. Is because I used to be afraid of making mistakes. It was never crippling for me, but I was always afraid of it. But now I couldn't care less if I make a mistake. That's what I'm saying. Because and this Brush is something I would say this is way more important than the issue of like being a perfectionist with maintaining. Because when you're a perfectionist in regard to making mistakes, that is debilitating in your ability to improve. It's it's a huge as a teacher, I have a huge philosophical problem because I believe assessing languages is something different than math or oh, science yeah, it's way because different. okay, a student said um, uh, un mesa. Okay, technicamente it's una mesa. Yeah. Right? But I know what they're talking about. Exactly. Un mesa. So by docking point five, okay, it should have been una mesa. Like it's just a very trivial uh, novel example. But it's just like I'm still stoked that they maybe identify table without getting like an article. Yeah, there you go. Right? And like, I don't, so I'm just starting to be like, I just want, I encourage stakes. He's like, because in a school, right, it's all about the marks and your percentages and all that, but like mistakes, you kind of have a, like a freewheeling attitude, especially with a language. It's like, I encourage kids because if they're making lots of mistakes, that also means they're getting a lot of things right still too. Yeah. And that's well, getting me stoked I, as a language I teacher. agree with that. So like what I do when I teach I don't teach languages. I teach thermodynamics. It's a little bit more uh, dry. Oh. It's a little bit more dry. <laughs> no, no, it's so, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying that it's so. You read some dry articles. It's just like, why yeah. would you want to learn thermal Peer when you can review. learn German? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's boring. But I understand that. So, yeah. like, the thing, like, if I were a teacher, if I were in your position, yeah. I would just grade off of effort. Oh, effort's huge. Yeah. If, if someone doesn't give a crap, then zero. But if someone's yeah, like, I mean, like throwing around some cuerga, throwing around, throwing around some, yeah, or at least trying, trying it, you know? Trying like, it. The, the people that enjoy it, the people are like, hey, me gusta. <laughs> you yeah, know, like whatever, no, I don't know. Really. Like I would be I like, I would just, I would just empower that student, you know? Oh, totally. No, I get so stoked because I'm just like, and I, I'm I using the language, say, like, it's better than a blank answer. Yeah, I would say with... Not only with languages, but just with learning in general. It's just so much easier if you actually enjoy it. Well, then, Because if you're sitting there and you say, Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have right, well, to memorize I this. Like, okay. And you're just like, you're doing it for this. And it's like, it feels like work. Like, that's like, you're, it's, it's ten times more effective to learn if you're actually enjoying okay, it. Okay, I want to get into this now. Because yeah. this, is, this is my story of how this all came about. All right, Cordova. Where's Cody going? Cordova, where are you going? Cordova, bao. Where are you going? Where are you going? Bao, bien. I have a bathroom that functions. My other one. Um. Anyway, train of thought. Train of thought. You're the teacher here. So yeah. Okay. Like, we talk about attitude. That point, you enjoy something. 
Alright, you mentioned how German was... Was German just, like, another subject for you in high school? Oh, I hated it. Hated it, yeah, like... I mean, I took French, because, like... There's the thing, I No one was actually fluent... Okay, okay, yeah. So maybe this is French, so, like... But I especially hated lot. German. I especially hated sure. German. Sure. But was it mandatory for you, too? Like, no. you have to take? Well, foreign language was mandatory. You had to take a foreign language, right. Yeah. Like, here, I think we could leave French at grade 8, grade 9. That's still kind of the way it is. And we, like, me and my friends, we just took French, because I guess it looks good on your resume. Like, I got grade, grade 12 French. Like, that's that was, like, the maximum. The most, like, thought. Like, my one friend, Victoria, maybe she spoke a little bit better. Like, uh-huh. Intellectual, but like, like there's no attitude. Like this is like what, like there's no love for it. No love, right? Like, I was still like in my like music. I really love music. Like I was learning punk songs because I was a punk rock kid. Like I was learning the riffs for that. But it wasn't until later, like post college, when traveling to Cuba, I had like a Cubano Cubano like for me, foreign language up until that point, foreign languages were just like that was only associated with like a native speaker, right? Like we had a Cuban kid, uh, Euroslav in high school. Like he spoke Spanish because yeah, he's Cuban. What was his name? Euroslav. Euroslav. Well, there's a big Russian influence because of that. Are you serious? He's Cuban. Yeah. And his name was Euroslav. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, Wait, there's think about Cuba and the Russian influence from like the Cold War. No, that makes right? sense. Oh yeah. Funny. Yeah. I guess so. but, but he was Latino. Yeah, Latino, full on Latino. Oh. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> it was just uh, you know what, Euroslav? Euroslav, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot Classic of that. Latino There's a lot of German names in Spanish, too, because that goes back even further, like, historically. But, okay, my point is, foreign languages was always attached to, like, the native speakers. Like, yeah, the foreign exchange student from Switzerland can speak German, Italian, oh my God, French, whatever. Swiss. Yeah, because that's what they do. But never had I heard a Saskatchewanite. <laughs> speak Spanish until I was in Cuba traveling with them. What? And then that was my come to Jesus moment oh, of like, okay. like I want to learn Espanol. <laughs> and then that, so that and that completely ties into like you gotta do some. It's that much more enjoyable if you love it if you feel. It. And then that's when I got that feeling way over because all yeah. high school no existía for nada because it didn't really exist. That wasn't like, thing. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, by, by the way, I want I want to mention really quick. I just noticed something about the three of us. Whenever we revert to a different language, it's always Spanish. Always. Yeah, because that's the easiest because, one. No, well, no, I wouldn't say it's because it's easy, but it's because the three of us, it's the one we all speak with the most ease collectively. Say claro, cause he. Like, because I would say actually, my German is probably better than my Spanish because I have yeah. my, my German has yeah. a two-year head start on my yeah, Spanish. Yeah, super good. That's is really good. And back good. Yeah. Oh, danke, danke schön. No, seriously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one day, Cody. I'm gonna get really good at German. Really good at German. Like sehr so gut, good. Gut, yeah. Yeah. Dark? Hast du gesehen? No, I Hast du Dark no, gesehen? No, no, Dude, Dark is so good. Dark. It's such oh a good God, show. Man, the Germans, dark. I swear. One Dark's of the reasons I really good. like learning German is because their movies and TV shows and music are just on point. Like, they're so entertaining. Well, everything it's, about Germany is just strange. quality, hey? I know, yeah. It's so good. It's, it's like, I would say from a use value perspective in terms of learning German, it's not very useful. Like, if you want to be able yeah, to practically fun. use it, it's, fun, it's not useful, but it's so much fun, know, and it, they, they, they produce so much quality 
it's very so it's very enjoyable to to oh, indulge in their media. All yeah. of these languages, man. Like, but German especially. Like, there's is really good. German's fun. Like German rock music. Yeah, Rammstein. Rammstein. Yeah, Rammstein. My Rammstein. God. Rammstein. <laughs> 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 the best So. Yeah, I swear. Do you guys yeah. want to tackle the big elephant in the room? <laughs> oh God, what's that? <laughs> the Korean. The, oh. The, 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 the oh I, I thought the K-pop was on. Oh, we had no, some no. earlier so, in the season. We had so, K-pop videos playing. You, All right, Marcus, you officiate. So, so the thing here is that Cody and Ian here have been been uh, studying Korean for the Hang past. But well, why? Why are we Hangugo? <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? Korean, Korean, Korean. Korean. Are you serious? Yes. Hangugo. <laughs> Wait, that's how you say Korean? Yes. Yeah. All right. Korean so these guys, these guys are are studying. You guys got a little competition going or something? Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. Because yeah. we. So what does that entail? Um. No rules. Okay. No zero rules. Anarchy. <laughs> Anarcho-capitalism. Okay, so like you said, we we all we speak for five languages, respectively, and yeah. So I feel refined. Like I've been coming up on ten years of in the game of like speaking four languages. So I feel like yeah, me too. I've been through all like lots of the trends. Uh, I feel like I've refined my methods. And Colo, un amigo, estaba. Charlando un poco de mierda. So do we want to translate that? Real quick? <laughs> no, we're not translate. No. You gotta learn the language to get the inside jokes on the show. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's just like cause like, hey man, I learned Korean and during quarantine, like I man, when I was back home in Lloyd, like I was going nuts, man. I was doing like dabbles in a bunch of languages, but Korean's always been there because like I was telling Colo and Marcus, I uh I taught Korean kids. Like I've had some like Korean influences in my life, but all that aside, like yeah, Korean something I want to get into. But then also like I want to put my. Is this like I don't know? It's, I, I'm not saying I'm a gladiator in the ring with you, but I'm just saying like <laughs> I want to try. I want to try to put all the knowledge that I can to the test uh, against Kolo to learn Korean, which I'm interested to begin with. So even if I f- lose this and i guess we should explain what is the competition it's who can speak the best korean by june 1st yeah june 1st yeah. and there's no rules so what do we got like two three weeks we have may what's this to say may 13th may 13th yeah, two, two 18 weeks. days you know say yeah. may 13th in korean not or anio anio oh you know anio 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 yeah i no, no i don't what does that mean anio is no yeah oh anio 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 is like high and you so 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 Cody, you started learning Korean, right? You were the yeah, one that initiated this. Could you yes. just explain to us how how that came about and like how come you wanted to start learning? Korean? No, I don't want to. <laughs> so, no. so about why I'm this. interested in learning Korean. Uh, okay. Um, so <laughs> I. You gotta let the listeners okay, know, man. Yeah, curious. So I I really like um the I really like the. Whole East Asia in general, I think it's a very interesting area of the world, and uh, I mean, so I speak Mandarin Chinese, uh, probably. At, <laughs> yeah, what Jiao Cody? Yeah. So I. Shema. <laughs> so I probably speak if I had to rate myself, probably around a B two. Nice dude. B two level. It's about the same level as uh, the rest sick. of the languages. Awesome. Well, my French is probably B1, but anyways. Um, so, I lived in China for two and a half years, give or take. Not Wuhan. Yeah, no, I was not in Wuhan. Yeah, that's right. 
And I, I just, I find the area so fascinating. The culture is, it's, it's so complex and deep. And I feel like in the West, there's so much we don't understand about it. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I just find it a very interesting place. And I've always had um, kind of an affinity with Korea and Japan as well. I've, I've, I've read into the history and the culture a lot as well. Super as well. interesting. And I really like martial arts too. I've been uh, taking up Kung Fu lately. And eventually, in addition to their languages, I would also like to learn, I would also like to be um, proficient in Kung Fu, Taekwondo, and Karate. Dude, and I That's think Japanese that would just be really, yeah, I know, but because one so, of my other languages is also Japanese. Asian so, martial arts. So I've got a, 10 language goals for myself. So I've got the ones I already speak, the next one's Korean, then I have Japanese, and then after that, I want to Konnichiwa. learn Arabic, Russian, and then... Eventually, uh, one of the local indigenous languages in Alberta. I'm thinking Blackfoot, which is. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say Tanse, but that's Cree. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think I would learn Blackfoot. Sixica. Sixica. Yeah, I think that's what it's. Yeah. No, that is what it's called. Okay. But um, yeah, so that's why yeah, I'm yeah. interested in that's learning sick. Korean. Okay, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> but, not, okay, that's yeah, all right. Not the answer that I expected. But, but. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll light it up. I'll shut this up. We're having a Korean war. Is oh god. <laughs> like yeah, we're going to war with Korea, and no, no, with our Korean, I should say. Yes. Because yeah, uh, who's it? We I don't know, have we picked an adjudicator yet? Like a judge? Uh, I'll, I don't know any Korean. I'll so. eventually meet a yeah. Korean. Oh, or we can get one on italki for like 20 bucks. Well, there's already this Korean girl I'm talking to right now. So. Yeah, the way. Um, well, I want to be there. I just want to be there with this. Yeah, just so you can but watch. I think it's great. <laughs> it's giving me great happen. motivation. I know, me too, yeah. Because I'm I've talky. never done this. No, but I've always kind of like fantasized it, about, to be honest. You know, yeah. Like, I met a guy that was like, hey, I bet you, whatever, you can't learn this language a month. Then I feel like I can like activate my whole arsenal, all the methods, all the strategies, everything that I've done over the last ten years to like, all right, like I'm gonna distill this down and I'm gonna do it, but like, I'm gonna do it my way. You know what? This is the, this is exactly what it is. This is totally gladiators in the ring because yeah, I'm yeah. doing the exact same thing. I feel like I have really honed in my 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 methods and my skills of learning languages. Yeah. And the way that I'm doing it right now, I am I'm surprising myself at how fast I'm picking everything up. So do you guys want to spill the beans on your strategies or is that against the rules or No. No. What are you doing? What am I doing? I need to be doing more. You said you're dropping the ball. Yeah, like cuz like, like I was telling start. you guys like German has been like I, I have a German tutor every other week right now, you know. That, so that was like a big thing, even before Corona. But Korean, even before this challenge was like officially accepted and initiated, I had learned the alphabet. Um, it's first me, my first Asian language that I'm like really fully taking on, like not just dabbling here and there, okay. and. Uh, my methods right now, um, I, I, I've got the alphabet down, um, I'm a huge Memrise, shout out to Memrise, M-E-M-Rise.com, uh, it's like digital flashcard system that I love if you have audio on that course and I don't have to type, even better. Um, I can pick up a ton of stuff because that's like a spaced repetition um, flashcard system, so I, that's just more, that's for more than just Korean, that's for like 
basically any language that I'm going to attempt. I'm going to go to memorize. Uh, Duolingo to start, although I don't, some of the phrases are getting too long, and I don't like overload, especially with the Korean alphabet. For me, it's getting overwhelming. Yeah. So yeah. I've resorted to more audio-based uh, Michelle Thomas. Michelle and Thomas, hey. Himsler. And I feel like once I get those two really a cooking, then I'll go back to more of the uh, alphabet based resource, like memorize. Like memorize, it's not like Latinized, it's like written fully in Korean. Yeah. But I feel like if you're getting, I like short phrases, like five syllables or so, and I can say it within one to two seconds. It's like a really nice chunk for my brain. I'm all about chunking. So. A mix of those two, and yeah, I'm basically taking my slow vocabulary acquisition approach. It's accelerated a little bit because I'm in a competition right now, but uh, <laughs> that's how it's going to go. But yeah, it's super, it's going to be way more audio-based because I think we never set out the rule. It's it's speaking, right? Yes. That's what we're doing, right? But you're not going to write a test. No, no, no. So I think with Pimsler and Michelle Thomas, but having... Cause that alphabet's not, it's not difficult. It's just like when you start mashing it all together. Yeah, and like your brain. It's giving me yeah, yeah. It's it's some of it's overload for so, the brain. Yeah, I would say like your brain isn't. So, so what wait, I've been yeah. Okay, what? I was just gonna ask about the alphabet. Yeah. How does the alphabet look like? How many? Okay, individual letters. There's twenty six or thirty. Forty. Forty. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. There's forty. Oh, so we're we're way above. Whatever. No, but it's what they Our do alphabet. with those. Well, it's English what they is 26. That's what I'm saying. No, but English, English is linear, right? You don't have A's on top of B's with a yeah. C like on the side. It's like A, B, C. Like it's linear. Korean, yeah, you learned those 40... Uh, what the, I forget the name of the alphabet. Whatever. Hangul. 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 But then they like... They start mashing them together. Like any Korean expert right now is going to like laugh at us. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, how they start putting it together. So you have to like really. Sometimes you're reading it top to bottom, and then all of it's still like side to side. Yeah. So is it forty fundamental uh, symbols? Or? Yes. yes. And sometimes, yes. sometimes a sound will have like three or even four uh -huh. letters letters in the, the sound in the, the block. Sound. Yeah. So that's what that's what for me. I know that's what's making it's just so it's non linear. So, so it's like you can just put things together or whatever, just make like a completely new symbol or sound or whatever. Well, but you still have vowels and everything. Yeah. Right? Like, like this, it, yeah. Like for example, okay, I'm watching KBO right now, the Korean baseball league, because Corona's infested <laughs> North America. I'm, I'm a huge baseball fan. Yo, German soccer's opening up this oh, weekend, by the way. Bundesliga, Bundesliga. yeah. Bundesliga. Dortmund Schalke, yeah. Natürlich, ich werde das gucken. Yeah. So, I was watching the KBO and it's a Latino guy playing in the KBO league. Really? So, he obviously doesn't have a Korean last name. He's a Latino guy. But, all of the guy's jerseys are in uh, Korean letters, like that alphabet is called. And I was like, I was like, like Koda, I'm like I'm starting to. But his jersey like, wasn't. No, no, no. It was in Korean, and here it was like the P. So whatever the P, the two symbols to make P, and then, uh, or no, sorry, Pinto. So Pinto. I could figure out like reading the Korean letters. Like, ah, yeah. His last name Pinto, which is like a super Latino last name, but it was yeah. like put in the Korean letters, and I was like, no, oh. they put his. 
So yeah. his last everyone's name. last yeah, name. Like, what's, your last yeah. name would be written in Korean on that's your baseball amazing. jersey. So that's when I was like, oh, I'm starting to recognize the. So it's it's here. like when they come over here and play baseball in the MLB. That's like right. Matsuzaki. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. In the like the Latin our alphabet, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So exactly now it's like the opposite over there. You put it in Korean. So it's uh yeah. So that that's how I started to recognize it, but that's just strictly like recognizing. So what about letters. the commentators? Oh, it's all Korean. You're watching Korean commentators? Yeah, but I, I don't understand. Like, I understand like two percent of it. Yeah, it's more like when you're watching. No, a baseball game is great because there's advertisements <laughs> on the on the boards and the back on the backstop. The guys' jerseys have advertisements, and it's just, once you start, being, oh, like this guy's last name's this in Korean, like. Hyundai or whatever. <laughs> so you can see like a Samsung, Samsung advertising. Like, oh, I recognize. But it takes me a few moments to decode. And I yeah. think that decoding is going to take way long. Like for Cyrillic, for example, like Ukrainian Cyrillic's a walk in the park compared to oh, this really? Korean. Oh, cause, yeah. Cyrillic's super uh, phonetic. Oh, so, I'm excited no, Cyrillic, Cyrillic's, mwah. But Korean, it's a nice, nice curveball. Keep in the baseball reference. So, so Cody, did you you didn't tell us yet about your strategies? Yeah, I guess not. So, yeah, what do you do? Um, I personally methods like Pimsler or Michael Thomas, like they don't really work for me. I'm a much more visual based learner. So, um, you know, in a way, them. what? You gotta combine it. Yeah, like, I know that's exactly Pims- what I'm Pimsler doing. without combining it with like some type of. Uh, script yeah. is doesn't work. But that's where the Pimsleur okay. app's cool now because they are saying show. Oh, really? Script, okay. Different. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if I do that, then I can use Pimsleur. But for now, um, I, I I am. Uh, Tony, what was that? What? What was what? <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, so I yeah, I would say it's about like uh, half audio, half visual. What I'm doing right now. So, in a way, I'm a little bit handicapped because I need. Like, uh, I need to be able to read in order to remember them more effectively. So I've been doing a lot of reading and sounding out to myself and um, doing some listening at the same time. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Um, well, you got to combine it. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been yeah. combining. So the, I've been using primarily three different methods. And that is uh, I've been watching videos on YouTube and I've been listening to podcasts and I have been uh, taking this free online university course because I'm too cheap to buy anything. <laughs> so no, yeah, you can get. There's so much good free stuff. Yeah, for every yeah, language. exactly. Yeah, if you every want to learn language, language, you don't there. need to spend money. Like, that's, there's this myth behind, like, oh, you need to get like Rosetta Stone or something, or like, no, you need think, to, like buy think, a course. Like, no, you don't need. From to all that. the polyglot people I met, like everyone, like. Hates Rosetta Stone. <laughs> that's the only language. Yeah. That's the only language resorts I'll totally yeah, crap on. Everyone else, everyone else here tries. Rosetta Stone. It's like I don't know. Oh, it's just it's super corporate. It's lame. Yeah, but uh, I mean, so, like, kind of corporate. But it's still good. No, but Rosetta Stone just like gives no one, off that. No one likes it. No one likes yeah. it. So, anyways, like I, I want to give a shout out to the resources I'm using because they're really good. So the podcast I'm using Put is called <laughs> oh, Coronavirus. Oh God. <laughs> So, Maybe you should uh, wear masks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we should all wear masks. So I'm using uh, on Spotify. I'm listening to "Talk to Me in Korean," which is really good. And uh, on YouTube, I think notes, the yeah. best YouTube channel I've come across is Korean Uni. 
She's fantastic. Oh. Very wonderful. She explains everything very in very clear terms. I don't know who that is. Yeah. And uh, the course I took was by Yonsei University. And it's, it's only a five-week very introductory. It's called First Step Korean. But I found it very helpful. The, the, the videos and the lecture notes and the quizzes they had were all very helpful to be able to, to learn. So I used those three in tandem. And so, like, for example, I would take a big chunk of the morning to do the course. I'd blast through that. All the while, I'm, like, reviewing stuff and repeating stuff and watching things over. Because I think in the initial stages of learning a language, repetition is crucial. Like, you can listen to things over and over again, watch things over and over again. As, as no. long as it's entertaining and you're enjoying it. You know what yeah. I do? What? Like, so first of all, I think the best app that's ever been made ever, all categories, is Google Translate. You guys, everyone's laughing at me. Everyone's laughing at oh, me. Oh, okay. so, li okay. No, listen to me. This is what I do. So like, how do you do it? How do you use it? I use it in a great way. Okay, like, tell me, because this goes back to my point of no matter the tool, it depends how the person's using it. Yeah, that's to get, right. To that's get right. Yeah. I use it in a great way. So like, let's say I'm on the train. I'm going to hang out with you guys. I got some time to kill. The bando? And I'm just like... <laughs> I'm just sitting there and Uban. I'm... Uban. Uban. Or Esban. Yeah, I'm taking the Esban here in Calgary. In Alberta. Bird. But anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking to myself. I'm just going through different phrases in my head. And I'm like, wait, I wonder how you say this in like German. Yeah, okay. It's so like I'm going through things in Spanish. So I'm like yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on Google Translate, Spanish to German. And I'm like, I got it. <laughs> or like that. Let's say some, something more complicated, right? No, no, for sure. And I'm on there, and I'm like, "Oh, this is how you say it." And then I start just repeating it to myself until it's like in there. But what I've yeah. realized is that it's a lot easier to memorize something. Let's say if you're in a situation where you, for example, you're searching for a word in your brain, you can't find. It. You're like, "Oh, how do you say this? How do you yeah, say this?" Yeah, you look scouring. it up. You look it up. You use it, and you're never gonna forget it. Oh, man, you got like for me, I gotta hit that word. Can you guys relate to that though? But like, yeah, it, it depends. It like depends. you can create stronger associations with with certain words. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, depending yeah. on like whatever context you're learning them in, but most of the time when you're when you're when you're actively studying, like repetition is key. It's big. Yeah. Like for example, we were talking about. Remember, we were talking about how you say coaster in Spanish, pasavaso. Oh yes. El pasavaso. pasavaso. Was. Oh, I didn't know that. Bosa. Bosavasos. I thought it was pasavaso. Posar. Okay, posavaso. Yeah, okay, I screwed it up nice. there, but hey. But I you learned. have the general idea. Here, here's the thing. I remembered it because I was like, hey, how do you say this in Spanish? And that's and we that's, looked it yeah, up. That's what I mean. Yeah. And now I like I associate that word. Yes, but you can't be in with situations that like that all the time. Though? Strictly from that context. Yeah, that's that's true. Wait, wait, like looking it up. Come yeah. On. Okay, because like. Yeah. See, that's. Mine it has to have some kind of memory. Like we were at the meetup one time, somebody ordered a bagel, and they were starting to spread butter on it, and we were all like, oh, "How do you say to spread in Spanish?" Distribuir. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Circumulation, like speaking around, is great. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. like it's uler or uler, like U L E R is the verb. Uler. Uler, which I had never used that verb up until like this but person at the meetup. But that's how you learn. But I yeah. remember that distinctly because such and such person exactly was yeah. ordering a bagel spreading their mantequilla yeah even Azrin didn't know because like because it's all like frequency how often do you have to know like to yeah spread 
But that's that, that, that's a But that's a context. good example though. Like yeah, no, like it's a when context. you're in when, it wasn't a, Google when you're in a situation, you're searching for the word. You're like, oh, I wish I knew how to, I, I wish I knew how to say this in this mm-hmm. language or whatever. You look it up, and after that, you're gonna remember it. Maybe not, not always. Not me. Not like, I, I tend to be, like, forget a lot. You just I have a godlike memory, apparently. No, for no. When it comes <laughs> to that, but like if I'm sitting with a list of like a hundred words and I'm just going through them. I'm not going to remember those. Oh, no, no, no of course no, no, not. No, that's and that's, not a that's, that's a common mistake that a lot of people make because they said there was a vocabulary list and they're like, okay, like, yeah, screw that. Mantequilla, pan, no, cola, no, whatever. Like, no, yeah. we got a lot, a lot of episodes about, like, the best methods. All right, like, I'm going to yes. go hit the baño for a little bit. Okay, yeah. you do that. I'm going to take um, a smell in that workout room. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it should be fresher than usual. It's done for a while. But, um, all right, cool. Let's talk about okay, Korean. Yeah, we talked about our Korean challenge. It's yes. awesome. Um, what, do you, what do you find is the, the most difficult and the easiest part about learning Korean so far? What's the most difficult? Like... Most difficult has been just some of the resources I've been using. They've started off okay, but then they get too complex for me right away. Really? Yeah, like I, I, like, I know to, like memorize, for example. Like I love memorize, but then it'll be like a really long sentence. That's too much load on my brain. I need like short, snappy phrases. It's like, and I'll start connecting all those phrases later on. Um, that's more of a resource thing. I'd say. Definitely reading some of the characters I can like point like I can pinpoint right away. I know what they are, but other ones my brain is still like Especially when you get into those like uh, the vowel ones with like the uh, and, Or the or the, the whoa and way and Oh, blah, yeah, like the, like w those ones, the W oh, ones yeah, and the vowels. I gotta I really have to like look and Like I feel it's just gonna take way more repetition than usual that's fine. That's okay. Like, like the fact that we're doing more of a speaking-based challenge mm-hmm. means I'm going to go to more speaking-based methods. So definitely, and then, and then the grammar is definitely different. Like, oh like yeah. We're, like, we talk about like subject verb object. This is the there's first. There's not subject. This, what is it like subject object verb? Subject yeah. object verb. This yeah, is my first break with SVO that yeah, I've ever had. So and I think. I'm dealing with it a lot better than I thought I would. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And that's still some of my brain wrapping around. Yeah. Like, I, ha- I haven't read a paragraph of Korean yet. Oh, I've, no, of course not. It's been short phrases. The, yes. Like those courtesy things. I'm still in the phase where I'm just like, I'm just looking at stuff and I'm just basically repeating them. Like, yeah. I'm doing a bit of own of my own output where I'm like Mm -hmm. thinking of stuff to say and like how I would put certain sentences together but most of it is just looking and observing and seeing how things are put together repeating what everyone is saying and stuff like that and um, I would say for me like yes even though it is speaking based I would I still need to do a lot of reading and looking at things because that's just the way I remember things like if somebody tells me a new word I won't remember it 99% of the time, if there's no context, I won't remember it. But if I look at a word, I'm 17, 18 times whatever, however much you want to multiply that. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm so much more likely to remember something if I see it, especially if it's in Latin, within the Latin alphabet. Because right now, something I've noticed is like, I've never memorized a Korean word from looking at Hangul. No, only, I could tell you Korean words right now, but not based on. Yeah, right. exactly. I've only memorized them when I've like, when I've like <laughs> looked at um, when I've looked at the the Latin alphabet uh, romanization, right? Right. And uh, even romanizations tough sometimes. What? I find romanizations tough sometimes. Yeah. Tough, depending on the word. I don't know. For me, there's something about the fact that my brain is so used to Latin alphabet. No, no, I no, see no. it. It's just it's cool. implanted in my brain. So I need to rely mostly on reading. And it, right now I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage because uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Link here, Steve Kaufman. I think his website is really awesome. Steve. And I use it I use it for all my other languages, but for Korean, I can't really use Wait, it. Wait, who's this right guy? Now. You're laughing. Steve. I met Steve. You Twice. met Steve? Twice, man. Oh, no, yeah, I haven't even, Wait, we haven't even got into our travel experience. Wait, who's yeah. Steve again? Steve Kaufman. He's a... Uh, He's uh, Canadian, hey? He's Canadian. Wait, he's, the, he's, yeah. the, he's the guy who worked in China? Diplomat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, but, yeah that, okay. like, but now he's he's a, he's a personality, a presence. He's a guy in the polyglot community, for lack of a better word. Especially, like, online. And Link, L-I-N-G-Q? Yeah, L-I-N-G-Q. Correct? And it's, oh, yeah, that's his website? Yeah, his that, website. Yeah, it's his it. site. And it's, um, I used to use it way back in the day. Like, it's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, getting back into it, and okay, so you were yeah, saying it's I've, not I've working been, the greatest. Yeah, for I've Korean? been, I've been, I use it for my other languages, but I can't yeah. use it for Korean because the first link, uh, yeah, it's tough. like lesson that it's I went hard. to in Korean, it was all in Hangul, and it was yeah, like a full paragraph. Really I was like, oh my god, like, yeah, no, no, I can't do this. So I'm gonna have to put link on hold for probably like a it's, week or two more until I actually yeah. get a decent enough vocabulary. And that's part of this, like, getting experience with language learning is, like, you can spot a resource be like, it's too much for me right now. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not there yet. Like, you just know it instinctively. Not yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, i got to find something different. I remember that with French. Because I remember in the beginning, I was watching these, like, easy French videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, shout that's out, a good yeah, shout, shout out to out. the easy shout languages. Out. Easy, easy languages. I know Azarin's on there. also so. easy mosquito. <laughs> Central America and Caragua. Wait, really? <laughs> anyway. my mosquito dictionary right besides you. Underneath that binder. I this got... No, no, no. To your right. To your right. Lift, lift up that binder. Flip that pink book. Damn. I got that from the guy that wrote the first... That's big, man. I got that from the guy that wrote the first ever mosquito... Espanol mosquito. In Nicaragua. Anyway, what were we talking about? That's cool, Easy languages. Yeah, so I remember... There's easy mosquito, but you're talking about easy French. I remember, uh, like, watching easy French. In the beginning, I was like, wait, this is too hard for me right now. Like, even, like, the super basic stuff. Was like, right. Okay, this is too hard for right. me right now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, eventually, I kind of just, like, merged into that lane, oh, if yeah. that makes any sense. Like, I was like, wait. Like, at some point, I was like, all right, this kind of makes sense with yes. respect to my rep, my language, my French level right now. So I kind of just merged into that lane, and then I just started watching that. And that's when I, like, really accelerated yeah, my French. Because, like, just getting into that lane. And there's so many resources out there that are just... They're, 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 yeah. they're, they're, they're either useless or even... Well, useless not for you helpful. at a time. They're, they're, they can even be they can even be harmful to your language learning if you're when you're a beginner because like for me for someone like if I'm looking at something or I'm hearing something too advanced, I get discouraged and I say, oh my god, like I, I I'm not that good, like I'm never gonna get that good, and I get like you gotta give that up. That's your perfectionism. I, I know that's my perfectionism, but so, a lot of people have that problem. Though. That's okay, true. We gotta that's true. we gotta 
we gotta kill their perfectionism too. Cause <laughs> I just be like, no, not yeah, there, not yeah. there. But like not another not thing, another thing about language learning is that like you gotta trust the process. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know right. what I mean? No, no, that's like, one thing I need you're to tell myself. There, and like, what people, I feel like, like what turns people off is that, like, okay, I've been studying this for like a month now, and I don't feel better at all. Like, I don't feel. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like, uh, okay, but that's just the way you think. But like language learning for me is like, at some point, you're like, you feel better. Like, there's a specific moment in your life where you where you start feeling like you're able to to handle a language. At least that is, that's the way it is for me. Initially. Like, I want to talk about language, vir- new language virginity at a point. Because, like, I think when you're, like, doing your fourth language for German right now, I kind of know what's coming next in terms of, like, getting good. Like, when I, it was sure. a shock when I was able to speak Spanish the first time. Because that was my first new language. Yeah, and it yeah. was, like... No, I understand what you're saying. But, like, I remember, like, the point in time where I all of a sudden started speaking Spanish fluently. Like, I remember that. It was like, I was in Colombia, and then all of a sudden I was, like, just throwing stuff out there. I was just just spewing out words. All of a sudden I was like, wait, am I really doing this? Without even knowing Am I really doing this? That's a moment. That's a clutch moment. You know what? Whatever your new language is. (laughs) And, like, I I sort of have the same thing in French. Like, there's just, like, one meetup where all of a sudden, like, everything started working. Like, Like, those neurons were firing the right way, and I was just spewing out French phrases. You know what? I had a really, really cool moment with this. Actually, it was Spanish as well. Uh, When I was in Mexico. So I did uh, a a month-long exchange, and I stayed at a host family's house in Guadalajara, in in Mexico. Guadalajara. And I remember I was um, I was out at a restaurant with my host family, and we were just having such a good time. We were having such a good conversation, and um, one of the one of the one of the guys in the host family, the, the son, he was like around. He's a bit older than me actually, but he, he was he was with us as well. And he just he he said this joke. I can't remember what the joke was, but he just said this joke. And I just, I got it instantly, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everyone, I laughed in the same sense as I would laugh at a table full of English speakers, yeah, yeah. and we just could not stop laughing, and I laughed so, I was laughing so hard, I was crying, because, <laughs> and it was just like such a euphoric moment, it was like, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, maybe a week ago, you wouldn't have understood that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, my yeah. point is that you're not going to feel better day to day. No, it's no, like, no, it's a no, process. All of a sudden, you just... No, but what I'm saying is that all of a sudden, you just realize how much better you've yeah. gotten over the past month or two. You yeah, see what absolutely. I'm saying? You don't absolutely. realize it immediately, but at some point... It hits you. It, it just really, hits it's you. It's very yeah, yeah. parallel to physical training, which lots, probably lots already pointed out. Just like... You don't go from like like uh, benching 100 to 200 the next day. It's like... You, maybe you're not even conscious of like the, the 105s, yes, the 110s, the 115s. You're not conscious. You're like, oh my god, sudden, I'm benching like, 200, boys. Like, yes, it's kind good. of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing, but it's not a par- really. It's a metaphor. Because like, yes, for sure. But still, like when you're doing like your benching or whatever physical exercise, you still have that quantitative response where you're able yeah, to say, oh sure, shit, for sure. I just ran fi- a 5k in like whatever time, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. But no. like in Spanish, it's yeah, all subconscious. Like you're not subconscious. You. Exactly. There's a lot. Of, no, there's a lot working in your mind that you you're not even. Conscious. But I have. It's funny because I have specific memories of just being able to like, whoa, or like having epiphanies, like, hey, like I'm actually handling oh, this man. language in a semi way. And like, like, part of my theory of like why polyglots do what they do is because they like they love that high 
of the process, like, multiple times. The beautiful thing about it, multiple too, is times. that it's, it's sustainable, and it's something that you always have on hand. And it's Yo, healthy, man. too. It's not oh, like an addiction to alcohol no. or drugs or anything like that. Like It's, it's a semi-addiction, though. Like, that's why I wanted to call this podcast Lingaholics. <laughs> I mean, like, Lingaholics is still... A, it's a great addiction. It's still pertaining to an addiction, right? It's yeah, just like, like Michael of Jordan how- was addicted to like oh my god that awesome story. basketball and we're all reaping the benefits in a documentary that documentary like, series though let's not go in on it no, but no we don't need to out. go on it because I don't have anything to say about that. yeah but it's, even it's really like even if you're not like I'm not a basketball guy so this is the last thing we say about this sure. documentary but like I'm not a basketball guy but that documentary man is like the last episode I cried my my eyes out eight or seven eight. Like when he wins the champ, the for his fourth championship oh, for yeah, his dad. Yeah, yeah, his dad yeah. yeah, so his dad passed away. He won. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's really good. It's it's fantastic. It's so going back to sorry, that was a, like whatever your your jam is. Like if it's a sport, if it's a language, if it's a a knowledge based something, like you get a certain euphoria, you get a certain rush of uh, endorphins. Yeah, but like my attitude is like, why, why wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Why wouldn't you learn? <laughs> oh, it's a good, a great song. Dude, that's a great song. Si señor, camina cabello. Where is she? She's from Cuba, right? Cuba, Mexico. Where's the Cuba? Lodo, Lodos. Lodo, Lodo. Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. He's Canadian, hey? Oh, he's Canadian, eh? Where is he from? He's Canadian, eh? He's from Toronto. Probably from Ontario. He's from Toronto. Everyone's from every famous Canadian, I swear to God, is from Ontario. Who, Drake and this guy? No, like look up, I swear, look up where's, any famous Canadian. Dion? They're either Celine from Dion. Toronto or surrounding area Montreal. of Toronto or she, Vancouver. Yeah, she can be quiet. Montreal. Montreal. Okay, yeah, but you, yeah, but dude, you just literally just um, you just said like the the like ninety percent of Canada's population is like Ontario or British Columbia. Oh yeah. Yeah, so Boku. That's the well, highest probability. Well, well I don't know. I feel. I feel like when you're when you're from... dude Nickelback. Come on, man. Shout out to Nickelback. Hannah. <laughs> yeah, Nickelback. Shout out to Hannah. Two hours north of you. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna state a very unpopular opinion right now. I don't care. Out of place. Nickelback is not that bad. Okay. <laughs> and hey, I, it drives you me know crazy. What? You know what? When I'm, people complain so much about Nickelback. I'm not gonna totally disagree with Lacoud. Like they're sure they're not the greatest band in the world, but I swear there's this like collective hysteria around Nickelback, and it's like whenever people hear Nickelback, there's like, oh my god, like I hate them so much, I want them to die, like, like yeah, yes, there's a lot it's of hate. Ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of Nickelback. And like they, these people, they don't understand what they're saying. They're, they just say that because it's cool. I don't, I don't mind it. Like if I hear their jam, it's, it's cool to hate. Or... Wait, what's that? What's that song? It's not the famous song, but the they have like this. Burn it to the ground. Yes. That's yes. That's a good song. That's a I great like song. And you know Burn why I like this song? And I know you're going to appreciate this, Ian. Okay, I, I got to get a song. Okay, yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah, I'm gonna so, uh, I played a lot back in high school or whatever. I played a lot of NHL 10. Oh, and that was like the theme the song for NHL 10. Really? Shout out to everybody who plays NHL 10. Any NHL game. 
Yeah, no, but NHL 2010, that was, like, the theme song for that game was okay. Burn It to the Ground. So I remember just playing this and, like, having, like, a really good game I'd play online or something like that. And then after that, they'd put on, like, do 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah? Of course, of course. You know, I'd have, like, a really good game. I'd had a couple... Yeah, this it's is really good. Some, like, they got some riffs. I'm, I agree with Likud. I'd have, like, a really good game it's... and, like, a couple good fights in the game and I'd, like, win it. And then yeah. after that, like, after the game, this song would come on and I'd just be, like, really pumped up. Dude, I just want to say something about hockey, by the way. So, the reason that hockey's the best sport on the planet, or one of the many reasons, <laughs> is that it's I'm like... glad you have that opinion, Cody. Yes. I didn't know, I didn't know I feel Cody. like I'm obliged, but I also actually believe it. Because in hockey, it's the only sport... Where the refs will look at two guys fighting and just let it go for a bit. Like, what other... Like, can you imagine two guys in basketball, like, pound each other in the face? Like... It happens in baseball. Baseball on the bench is the... the, But the bench is clear, but it's it's never like they let it go. Yeah, but it's not a thing. Like, if they see it, they shut it down. Yeah, they shut it down. Whereas in hockey... Well, every once in a while, they get... Well, in baseball, every once in a while, they let it go for, like, a little bit, but then the bench is clear, and then, like, they clear them up, so... But hockey, it's like, it's, it's a part of the game. Did you see that doctor recommendation about hockey? That no. they're going to come back, Ferrante, Corona, that they're all going to wear face masks, no fighting. What? Wait, why not fighting, though? Pass the virus off? Oh, fuck! <laughs> no, but, no, it's a, that's the, that's the oh, doctor's recommendation. But I mean, like... Full face mask, no Alright, so no we're fighting. Canadian, we can talk about hockey for a little bit. What yeah. do you think? What do you think about the NHL coming back in July? So what are they saying now? July, August, and then about, start the next season. There's something about hockey in summer that just doesn't. Compete. They 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 might as well just postpone it, like until the postpone the or cancel. So here's here's the interesting thing. So like if you get into the nitty gritty, like I don't know if you listen to that Luchich Chicklets podcast, yet. but Not it's yet. really interesting because there's a there's a there's a thing in his contract where oh yeah yeah if no, he scores I know the deets, I know yes the yeah so if yeah, he scores yeah. less than X amount of goals over the regular season eighty one two games or whatever it is eighty two eighty two games then uh, Edmonton or Calgary no no no, no Edmonton no, here's the thing. wait no, what is it no, Neil has to get at least twenty or twenty one. And he's currently at like eighteen or nineteen. Yes, and then what about so Luch? Because they get a draft. Luch has to be ten or more behind him for. And then they get the Edmonton gets the draft pick, right? Well, Calgary gets the pick because that meant Lucic was that much worse. Oh yeah, so if Lucic if Lucic doesn't live up to a certain potential, then Calgary gets an extra pick. Yes, I thought it was the other way around. So if the no, other no, guys, because Neil's better. Oh, than Lucic. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But like stuff like that's very interesting, right? It's but the interesting thing is that he's behind right now. So like he is, but he's behind by eleven. No, I believe. no, 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 no. He has like eight goals and Luke and Neil's at nineteen. No, 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 no. It's like he has to be uh, ten. Wait, how is yeah, it? No, he, he, no he's he one goal be. away from it. Calgary has yeah, the benefit, yeah, yeah. but they're one goal no, away. They from have it. the benefit, yes, but then. Because he's he's eleven behind Neil right now, but Neil hasn't hit twenty. Neil hitting twenty is the first part of the condition. Like Neil has to still hit twenty. Like for example, the pick Calgary wouldn't get the pick if Neil had ten goals and Lucic had zero, or even oh, if yeah, yeah. or even if Neil had um, yeah, yeah a little bit a little bit. Um. So yeah. 
But anyway. But he's laughing right now because Calgary, I I think they're in the position to no, get the pick. Yeah, yeah, right now. But Neil hasn't gotten up goals yet. But they were talking about it on the podcast and they were laughing about it. Okay, I need to listen to the pod. And sure. like, they were like, oh, like, Luchas was like, oh, that's interesting. We'll see what happens. Whatever. Anyway, so, guys, we had a good first episode of the podcast. Yeah, um, I think we went yeah. an hour and 20, an hour and 30. Yeah, this is a... An hour and 27 uh, right now. Oh, wow. An hour and a half. This is a big debut. We tried to debut the other night. And that might come out in some future form, but this is the actual. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the yeah the test. We did a, we did a big we, we did a test run the other night. But regardless, <laughs> boys, uh, I'm feeling good. Um, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, time flies. Yeah, and we're gonna have we're gonna have friends on amigos. People like we've mentioned a lot of names and products tonight. Like Freund. who knows, Freund and Ami. Pamio. Me, Alta, Mech. Yeah, we have a lot of guests coming Way, on. Yeah, we, we got, I got like, I, I personally have a huge list. Chingu. These guys too. Chingu. Chingu. You know, I thought, you, know how, you know how I remembered Chingu? I was like, oh my, Chingu, he's like super chingon. Like my friend's super cool. So that's how I remember <laughs> Super cool. We can get into mnemonics next episode. Yeah. But no, boys. Uh, thanks for starting this off. Firing this off into podcast universe, and this is Lingaholics, boys. So I don't. We haven't come up with a clever send off yet, but anyway. Any last words? Take it easy, everyone. Take it easy. Quit it. Quit it.